Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello. Welcome to the show. I'm Nikki Glaser. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. It's uh, Tuesday here in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, in my apartment. Um, Andrew Collin is still away on a golf trip. He's coming back today. He's not able to make the show today, so we have a special uh, guest lined up to fill in for him. And, uh, you know, after careful careful consideration of all the celebs in St. Louis that could be here in person to fill in for him, we settled on, um, you know, the star of... Uh, She's been on Not Safe with Nikki Glazer. She's been um, on You Up on Sirius XM. Um, she's been on You Up the podcast. I mean, she's done a lot of stuff. It's it's my mom, Julie Glazer. Uh, she sang with Jerry Springer one time in Cincinnati when he was the mayor. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. I did she, not know uh, that. Got up on stage and and sang with him. And um, yeah, he was a mayor of Cincinnati and he like had a prostitute scandal or something. And uh, my mom still claims that she was not paid for what she did. Um, 
That was a joke that my mom's a prostitute, but she's the farthest thing from it. She would never. My mom uh, is over at my place, and I woke up this morning with that kind of panic of like, oh, my mom's coming over, and I didn't clean. Like, it doesn't look like I have it together. She generally comes over, I straighten a little bit, and she's always just like, you are just like, who is, she doesn't understand, like, who is this child? I didn't, this is not the Nikki I recognize, uh, and today it is, you know, the place is a little disheveled, and um, I don't know, there's not a duvet on my bed, you know, that kind of, like, life where you just, like, it's too tiring to, I mean, on my duvet, I don't know about your duve, but you gotta tie inside each of the ends. Ugh. So that they stay, not because you have to, but because there is a tie inside of the ones that I have from, um, God, what is the company? They're really good duvets. I should look it up because they sent me some and I want to give them a shout out because it was really nice. Um, I, uh, God, it, not having Andrew here has been a little bit lonely. I like having a roommate. It's making me think about what to do in his absence. I think I'm just going to have friends come in for months at a time and just like live I might go away for months at a time. I'm like, baby, I can go anywhere. I mean, I got to, you know, I'll do the podcast from anywhere, but um, I'll design a pink and blue wall, like screen that I take with me everywhere. Um, yeah, it's like, it's kind of nice to have this podcast studio, Noah, because it's like, it, there's this is the most permanent thing I've ever been that's ever been in my apartment you know that yeah, I go I put work into that and I don't want to leave like that's the reason my parents aren't leaving their house it's like my mom's done so much work on the house that they don't want to abandon all these things that they have like their hands in what about you are you doing like home projects that you're like making your mark on your house well I know your yard like you don't want to talk about it and, and think about it but the yard has yard? been cleared so that was a, a huge investment I'm uh, sorry I the yard I'm I'm realizing that I thought you had yard problems when you were saying that I don't know what a yard is remember when we were talking about the yes. thing that is our like personal hell or like something our, I forget what spectrum. it was about if, if we were doing intros for love on the spectrum oh, yeah you were like I don't like no like yard things and I that was the measurement right the me yeah you know I don't know how, how long okay. a yard is but for like a second, I thought it was like your yard. And so that cemented in my brain that you have yard problems. That's I, the, I that's did. The, you did. Okay. Did, so though. I'm not like crazy about that. But no. that's the power of being, of misunderstanding. Even if you get corrected two seconds after it and you go, oh, you meant the yard. I still think you have yard problems, even though you do. <laughs> but like it's based on, a, you know, something that wasn't really true. So when people right. trick people and go, you know, I... I got the promotion. I'm just kidding. I did it. There's a part of you that like your brain makes like a little stamp like they got a promotion. Um, okay. What's going on with your house? Well, uh, anything that we're going to do this house, we're going to stay here for a long time because it's, right. I mean, for one, we purchased the house, so that's not going anywhere for a long, long time. Right, but people always buy houses and then flip them and then leave, which I don't, I don't understand. I don't know how. Buying a house is such an arduous process. Why would you want to do that over and over and over and moving? Moving and buying a house are two of the most stressful things ever. Yes, and I've moved so many times over the last <sighs> decade. I think like 1.5 times per year, especially in the last two years. Yeah, it's so you're, I'm so glad you're like, yes, we love this house. We're committed. We're staying for as long. Is it until we outgrow it? Y yes, exactly. 
But I was going to say, your mom, Julie, she helped design the studio. She's so good at um, staging homes and stuff. Yes. And it's like, you have to be so decisive to be able to do that. I'm Because it's so hard. But it is, that's the thing. The decisiveness is something that I've learned to have. Like, it's not easy for me choosing something and just going, yep. But I tend to think that I try to make decisions quicker than than I have allowed, than the time I have allowed to choose. Especially when you're doing something like home design or home repair and like redoing a room. You have infinite time because there's no, you're not having a deadline on yourself. Maybe there's a deadline like, you know, we got to get it done before Christmas or something like that. But then you can push that. People push those deadlines. So I tend to just go, I've learned from people who are good at making decisions that they just go that, like, I like that. Let's just stick with that. Like the first thing you think, see that you like, instead of this, like there might be something better out there. That's what I think gets in the way of living your life because you spend so much time browsing Mm. online for different tiles and maybe I can get, maybe I can save 17 cents per foot somewhere else. It's just like, your life is money. Your time is money. That 17 cents you're going to save by searching for seven more hours is seven hours of work that is more costly than the 17 cents per foot or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you boil it down to that kind of stuff, you're making decisions and just going. And what is cooler than someone who just like, whether they know it or, because by the way, when you go, I when you go, when I go, when I say to Anya, it used to bug me that she could just go, let's just go to, I literally like the store, that rug, that pillow, that like she would design my my apartments. And I go, how do you know that like, why just this store? Like, why don't we look everywhere for like cheaper? That's That pillow's $200. She's like, because you can afford it and it's a nice pillow and it's always, it's classic. It's going to last forever. And I'd be like, but how do you know that it's like going to be in forever? And she's just like, I just like it now. And it's cool and that's it. And it was like, there wasn't a part of me that was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I admired it. So if you force yourself to make hasty decisions like that, you can be someone, you're no different than those people. Those people don't know something that you don't know. They just know that their time is more valuable and they don't, they have more, you know, self-esteem in in the fact that these objects really aren't going to define them either way. Or maybe they don't, maybe they just are, they just you know, value their time and what they spend it on. But there's something about just being like, I like it. Let's get it. I've just been more like that in my life now. And I thought that it would bring things into my life that I didn't really like, you know, like on Poshmark, for instance, I just blindly, I buy things. So so I'll heart them. Let me say my process. Poshmark, by the way, if you haven't heard, I talk about it all the time. It's like an eBay, but it's like for, resale items but a lot of nwt new with tags nwot new without tags nwa you know what that is um new with uh attitude um so (laughs) i heart them i go through and heart then people sometimes offer me discounts then i counteract that discount you know Or I just accept it because I'm like, that's a nice discount. Never, ever just buy it straight out unless it's like the best thing ever and you think it's going to go fast. Just always heart it and then wait a day and they'll offer you a a bargain on it. They'll at least knock off 11%. Um, And then I just go, 
is this better than everything I have in my closet that is that thing? And will I wear it for a while? Do I love it? And then I just buy it. I've been like killing it on Poshmark and I never kill it on online shopping, Noah, ever. I, I like to online shop because I hate trying things on in stores. Even if I go in a store, I don't ever, they always go, can I start a fitting room? And I go, I'm just gonna wing it. And by that, I mean, I'm gonna take all these things home and try them on, hang them up um, because they kind of fit, but it's too much trouble. To, I'll, if I remember to go back there and get it, like I lose a receipt, then I feel bad that they're gonna think I'm stealing. I lose the credit card that I used to buy them. So now I don't even have that to pull up the order. And it's just a whole nightmare. And then I keep it and it stays on my in my closet until my mom comes over and I go, do you want to sell this on eBay? And she goes, I, I'll sell that. I can get something for that. And then I look at her eBay site and it's like, you know, it's been there for fucking months. Um, what I will say, I, I did a tweet one time that said, I always wondered why, oh God, I put, spit a piece of oatmeal onto this mic, disgusting. Um, I always wondered why fitting rooms have bad lighting. Why would you have bad lighting in fitting rooms when it's the place where women are trying to look their best? Because most of them do. If, if girls out there, let me know which, which shops have good lighting because that's why I avoid them. And and then I realize, oh, I know, because you you... Make women, because when I'm shopping, I do not look good. I don't have a spray tan. I don't have my makeup done. My hair looks ratty and greasy. I, like, the lighting is harsh. It brings out every little, you know, divot on your legs. It makes my legs look gray. It looks like my skin look gray. It's just like the the carpet's kind of like disgust. Like you just, you have to get too close to the mirror because there's not enough room to back up and give yourself a little space. So you see all your imperfections. You like don't even stand that close to mirrors generally. It's hot. I start sweating more because I got to take off my tight pants and put on. T- Ugh. They do it in my and I think it benefits them because someone like me who goes, I'm not trying that on. This will ruin this dress if I try it on with pale skin and no shoes that are cute and all that. So I take it home and then I go, I'll try it on there and I'll return it. And then I never fucking return it because they know most people don't return things. They make so much money and this is the thing about Poshmark. I'm wondering, where are these girls getting all these clothes with tags? It's because they do the same thing I do. And they're shopaholics. And they bring this stuff home. And they're, they got to get rid of it because their husbands or boyfriends or maybe the, the, their selves are going, this is ridiculous. I think a lot of times it's wives that are spending their husband's money. This is just <laughs> speculation. Probably not very feminist of me. I think it's women who, if they have, if their husband ever walks into their walk-in closet which he won't because you guys sleep in separate bedrooms now and you're just with him because of his money, um, which is fine. No judgment. He's going to see all these things with tags, like from different eras and different seasons. And he'll, he'll be furious because this is a waste of money. And this guy's obviously very good with money because he has a lot of it. And then, so they need to get rid of this stuff quick so that their husband doesn't get mad and cut them off from spending. That's my speculation. Or, they work for Kate Spade and they're getting stuff on, or they're stealing, which I think a lot of these these things are shoplifted items because it's like new with tag and with security uh, tag. I have a friend who sells on Poshmark and um, she works for a designer brand and you know she's in like the photo retouching part of it, but they still get okay. um, like the company discounts. So she'll go, um, I forget what it's called. It's not like a trunk show. Or a garage sale. Oh, but they I have know these, what you're saying. Like a sample ha- sale. 
sample sale. That's where they get sure. it from. And you get a ton of stuff for super cheap. Yeah. Because and then these places clear out after a season. I mean, stuff you would have paid $500 for, they throw in a dumpster sometimes. It, it's wild. And then that's where it's taken from and then resold. I get it. But I'm going to ask my mom about it because she's very savvy on this, like, you know, eBay stuff. Um, my mom actually is going to, I, I get so many packages every day because my Poshmark spending is insane uh, that she's going to bring some in that have not been opened. She came over. First of all, she has a story of, a, <clears throat> I believe, a bestie that she saw in the wild what? that recognized her. She was about to tell me, and I go, save it for the pod. Um, she also has packages of mine that she's going to open, and I just want to hear her judge my clothes. I also want to show her the Poshmark that I got yesterday because I opened three packages yesterday, and it was hilarious. Because that's the fun part. And, uh, I don't, and I know this is me being a spoiled, like, you know, spending money frivolously kind of twat. And, you know, sometimes I, I think about a skirt I purchased for $28. And to me, it's just... I'll get it. If I don't like it, I'll just whatever, 20 bucks. That's the price of a salad at some places. And to some people that $28 is fucking everything. And like you would save up for that skirt. And I try to sometimes stop myself and just go like feel that like be so grateful that you have this skirt because there have been times when a $28 skirt is like a, a really big expense. And certainly a $20 salad is ridiculous. But that's what I call a shirt salad. There's a, a place in L.A. called Rayo's that I used to go to all the time. $32 seafood salad when I used to eat meat. Um, so delicious. Like, so good. Fresh arugula in it. But, like, there's shrimp and calamari and, like, all these animals that are, like, smarter than humans. Besides shrimp, they're kind of cockroaches. But, like, all these intelligent animals, like, dead on your plate. And, like, so cooked so deliciously. But, like, so much smarter than you. And especially because you're buying them for $32. And I used to call it, I go, I have, I'll have the shirt salad. And people would jo laugh, but I'd be like, there you go, a uh, shirt. And I go, that's a shirt. $32 for a shirt is a lot of fucking money for a shirt. Even now, $20 skirt Nikki is like, that's a, I don't like spending $32 on a shirt. I will, but that's, that's a nice shirt that should last me several years. And I would spend it on a, a fucking salad. What's the most money you've spent on a, food item noah like in recent memory where you're like i really loved it like what do you splurge on let's let me ask you that what do you splurge on food clothing whatever hair food when i go to food. like when we go out to eat we kind of order like a buffet of food because too we I end up taking that. it home and um i i always i'm like oh no you know like um i always go back to like my roots of like not having any money to spend on, on on takeout and all that stuff. But Avi's like, what's the big deal? We're going to eat it tomorrow. We're going to have just divided by two meals, you know, not one. And that, But I think there's also like a little bit of a sense of pride in being able to say, you know what? I can spend 30 bucks on a skirt because I've come this far. And it, yeah, it, you know what I mean? I like, no, there is. Yes. I don't think it's being frivolous. I just don't think that. I think it is frivolous because for me, it's a click of a button and I add $50 on my Starbucks app with just uh, needless. I don't even think about it. When you when I used to 
get a $50 gift card to Starbucks. I mean, it was like, and people, by the way, have been bring, give, giving me gift cards to Starbucks for gifts. None of those go like, oh, I'm just adding it. I'm not thinking about it. I like treasure each of those and really realize how much 50 or whatever, $5 you give me. Like that means something to me. But for me, I, 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 I can hear myself talking sometimes and I'm like, you sound like such a rich twat or like, yeah, it's great to be because money obviously is the biggest stressor in anyone's life. And certainly thousands of people who are listening to this podcast right now. And they're like, Oh, I wish I would love to like feel like, like Nikki is complaining about feeling guilty about spending a lot of money. Oh, poor her feeling guilty about bragging about having like all of it's gross. But what I want to say is that I don't, I don't look at my money as like, I worked hard for, yes, I did work hard. But so do people that make $12 an hour, like, or, you know, or, or, or no money. I mean, some people are slaves. <laughs> like, some people are working in industries that are truly like they're, in, they're probably not listening to this podcast because they're, you know, pimp or whatever won't let them. But, but what I, what I mean is that those people have those moments, you know, even if you yes. earn $12 an hour, you do get that feeling of, oh, I was able to put my money away or like this week I can buy something extra. And I'm talking about yes. that, that feeling uh, that you get when you're at that point. When you, when you get to the point where you can spend something, like when you're able to save when up for something it. that really matters to you and that you've, yeah, like, and wait, you've like worked towards. Right. And, and you've earned that it. opportunity to like splurge, even if it's $10, like, like a $10 Starbucks or yeah. it's a, a $30 shirt. Yes. I love that, Noah. I like the, um, because you know what? I, I get that a lot when people post on their stories, they bought tickets to my show or they write me, they like, I saved up to come see your show. I mean, that is my number one trigger of like, no, 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 go spend that on something else. Please don't do that on me. I'll, let me just like, I, you know, but that is, I know they like that they got to. That's, yeah. that's, they're not doing it to be, they're not sad about it. I'm sad for them because I'm like, no, I'm not worth that. Like secretly in my head, the, the low self-esteem. I just want to say that when you buy a ticket to my show, I, I, I promise you I'm as grateful as anyone has ever been for people, for any artist has been for you spending money on me. Like the, I can't, I'm just so, and I try my best because of that, because of not because of the people that hit me up for free tickets. I'm happy to do that too. But you know, for my friends and family and like, fans who really can't afford it or whatever has been going on in their life. I can't always do it, but like, you know, when, when those kind of messages come in, I do what I can. But if you spend your money to come see me, that's what makes me go out there and like try extra hard and, and, and put in the work. So I want to thank you for that. And let's get my mom in here to talk about more about money and saving bucks. Julie! <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare are you looking for some amazing tv to stream well sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on hulu you can't miss we're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time absolute must watch shows dive in with barney ted robin and the crew in how i met your mother all nine seasons of how i met your mother are now streaming on hulu right now one of my favorite shows ever and i mean don't you want to know how he met their mother then go back home with the dumfies the pritchett's and the pritchett tuckers in modern family then you can start over with the roses on Shit's Creek and then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
Hey, Mom. Hi, Nick. Julie Glazer. I know. I'm in the house. You're in the house. The, the You're in the studio you designed. Thank you so much. With your friend Debbie. I know. We yeah, hired yeah. you. You did a kick-ass job. People love the set. Do they? Yeah. They love it. I love this. I've added and some flourishes. How much do you love these pink, Mike? Why didn't we know about this? What do you mean? I didn't know you could buy pink covers. Well, you can. I didn't know that. You think big. And you make anyway. decisions just, you know. Yeah. We were just talking about making decisions, like where you just go, like when you're designing something and like, I'm trying, because Noah's doing home repair and stuff, and we were just talking about how much you can get caught up in which pillows to get, which couch to get, which which color to paint your wall, which tree to buy, like how it can Big paralyze decisions. the process. How do you, f but it is, because it is. people spend years not even do making any movements on their home design because They're they want they they keep pricing things out and 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 making a decision being like this is good enough and I think we do that in every aspect of our lives in terms of whether it be the perfect dress to wear to this thing unless there's a deadline you just never make a decision and I feel like even with relationships especially with apps dating apps there could always be someone there could always be a better a better option yeah. or something that would suit me more something that would suit that per like the person I'm with that someone might suit them better and I don't want to hold them back from like there's always there always could be a better deal I haven't seen every vendor yet yeah um how do you feel about when you were working with me on this studio and I was talking to you about what I wanted did you feel like I how how's my decisiveness because no, I'm working you're on very it. decisive I thought you were really good we we're really impressed with how because you work with a lot of people on what they want to do with their homes well you were like uh i really well you were really actually pretty decisive i was pretty impressed with that because you would go no i don't like that it's like some people can't even say that they right. could just they just say mm -hmm. um i don't know but you're like no i don't like that that's so. the thing i don't know where to start but I, because I don't, if I'm just starting with like a vacuum, what do you want your studio to look like? I don't know. I have no vision, but when you show me things, I can go yes, no. And yeah. then from there, we can build something. Well, I think when we decided to do this, we were kind of going off your colors for the backdrop. Of, but the backdrop, how did this backdrop? How did we get to this? Yeah, I mean, this backdrop, like, I, well, this had to be a decision too. This wasn't. Yeah, well, here was the decision. We just looked at your podcast uh, ad oh, and kind of just the graph, not the colors. ad, the um, the the logo, the, 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 the logo. square. The, yeah. yeah. So we were just looking at that, and we were like, going, "Those are good colors. Let's stay with those." And Noah, how did we get to that? Yeah, how did you get to that? I remember being in the Caymans when we were looking at that. I I remember we got a couple of different options, and uh, the designer, you know, we asked for like happy colors. We want positive, and it kind of reminded us of a sunset. Yes. And that's why we chose it. That And that's what I keep saying. Why isn't everything the color of a sunset? I think we can all agree the most beautiful it's thing beautiful. in the world is pink, a pink, yellow, blue <laughs> sunset. I mean, it's honestly, that's the image yeah, that's in our color. core as human beings <laughs> is waking, is, is that calming, beautiful sunset. Why isn't everything that color? And that's why I love um, Taylor Swift's Lover album is her... That's the color scheme I love for literally everything in my life. And it's just like that 
you know, new day or I guess sunset, not new day. Sunrise? Why are sunrises never pink and purple? They are. They're pink. They are. Okay. Well, yeah, I just love pink. Yeah, I, it's a happy color for sure. And I, I think mean, I fought it for so long because it means you're like girly. Well, it's kind of a, a, a youthful and weak. thing to have pink, but it's kind of coming around, I think. Well, there was a really hot streak for pink. Um, it was called Millennial Pink, and there's a bunch of articles about it. And it was, um, you know, Pantone the, or Pantene Pro-V, whoever <laughs> decides what colors are going to be the new colors. Millennial Pink, every single business chose Millennial Pink. Every single, like... It was everywhere. It was all, all the startups used it for their apps. Like it was the new, it was to, a way to say we're new and hip. And now, you know, millennials not, millennials are old now. Now it's Gen Z. Right. And, you know, so pink was, pink is, is not as in now as it was five to 10 years ago. Okay. It had its heyday, but I'm still in. You're, I love it. I, it and you know what? You. Kim Kardashian brought it back in a big way on SNL. Did you see her outfit? Uh, I sure did. That opening monologue. Was there any part of her body that wasn't covered in pink? I mean, she was her she, face. Was it? Yeah, that was. But even I think she had a pink lip. Do you know that Kanye? What? Um, there's this great. Uh, I love any news about Kanye. Oh my god, there's this great <laughs> thing on. Um, I think it's the New York Magazine, but it's uh, it's called something that I think about all the time. It's, it's, that's the name of like the series. It's like something that I'll never forget. And it's always pop culture moments that stay with these writers forever. You know, like one was when Zac Efron dropped a condom on the red carpet for the High School Musical Awards. Like these little <laughs> cultural touchstones that like are so funny or like, you know, um, and one of them was, what did you just say? What were you we just talking about? Like uh, Kanye, Kanye. Okay, one of them was sorry. I'm uh, ADD today. One of them was Kanye. They just did a great one, which it was like all of, they compiled all of their writers ones over the years, and it's a it's a column they do regularly. Please look into it. But it was Kanye one time. On, oh, it was the Kim Kardashian uh, uh, version. So they had all their writers that are Kardashians fans write in moments from the Kardashian series that will always stay with them. And you know that show has been on for like twenty seasons, yeah, m probably more. And then all the spinoffs, it's probably like thirty plus different shows of Kardashians. And so there's been hundreds of weird moments that you go, that happened. There was one where um, Kim got a package from Kanye of like these small glasses, like sunglasses that were like skinny, and it was a note from him. She was like away on something business, and it was a note from him that said, "No more big sunglasses. These are in now." don't wear any big sunglasses or something like that. And it was this woman had been watching the show and was just like, that was the weirdest moment that he just like banned her from wearing big sunglasses. And that was a big shift, by the way, when skinny sunglasses were brought back in because big ones, Nicole Richie brought those in. Remember when, I mean, thin was nineties. Yeah. But I don't even remember uh thin coming back. It's back. Is it? Yeah. They're okay. back. And, um, and then he also one time flew overnight, to Paris or something to make sure to see in person because pictures wouldn't do it justice what she was going to wear to something. He also, when they started dating, got rid of her entire closet, closet of clothes and bought her new clothes. Wow. Very controlling. Wow. Very interesting. These little Ew. moments. Is anything in pop culture stand out to you where it was like, what the fuck was that? Well, that's 
really going to stick in my mind that he when was I, a control freak. When I say the most weird thing you've seen on reality shows, because you watch a lot of reality, and that's where we're getting these moments. The most bizarre thing you've seen on Housewives that just stands out to you. When I say, when if you're trying to tell someone about the Housewives and be like, it's they're so weird and so wild, here's the moment. What do you think of? First thought. I, I don't know. I think of what's Lisa Renna's lips. They bug me. <laughs> They just do. It's like, are you kidding? I know that's her signature. Yeah. It's like, okay, what's your signature mean then? Do you have to have the bubble lips that, you know, um, that looks like you give a great blowjob? Is that, that's what that's all about. You, it's about making your lips look like a, a monkey's pussy, you know, like, a, or a monkey's oh, heard, vagina. Yeah, you, you know, when they you. present to their mates on a branch and the baboon like rolls over, it's Lisa Renna's lips. Yeah. Underneath that baboon. Yeah. Where you go to the zoo and you go, kids, let's not watch this except let's go over to the bonobos because <laughs> the, the apes are in, in heat and it's just awkward seeing this like wet th- Lisa Renna's oh. lips coming out of this monkey's bottom. And she just has to. You know. Do you like? Do you not like her in general? No, I think she's a phony baloney. Is anyone on those shows not a phony baloney? Is um, there someone that you're like? I'd be friends with her. Uh, you know, there are moments when I think that, <laughs> and then they but betray mo- you, and they and they, they do kind of betray you. But who, Jedra, if you got to go to dinner with uh, three housewives, who are you picking? And okay. this is not going to happen, so just say whoever you want. Well, like, I would go with the- Erica Jane right now because she's... You just want to know some oh, stuff. I want to know some shit. No, she's, Do you know she's Erica getting Jane? dragged. She's getting dragged through the mud, Erica Jane. She, she mm. is. She's getting dragged, but, you know... Do you like her? I, there are times I like her, but right now I do not like her. I think I met her at the MTV, or I made did fun you? of her at the MTV. Oh, uh, you did? I the reality awards. Because I said something... She has a... She hasn't... She sings, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. she's got a show that yeah. she went on the road Oh, I with. said, you know what? We've seen celebrities, reality stars are so brave. We've seen them do humiliating things for our inter- that we, you know, for our entertaining pleasure. Snooki, we've seen you fall drunkenly in the bush. You know, blah, 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 we've seen you do this. Erica Jane, you made an album. <laughs> and then everyone, you know, laughs. So, okay, Erica Jane, because you want to know Only because I want to know some stuff. What do you want to ask her? Well, first of all, really, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't know anything. I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, but- her husband is an attorney who got uh, caught like spending the money that the uh, from a flight in Indonesia that the um, crashed, and he represented the the, the victims, victims and, and spent the money, the reward money, just spent the money and gave her money and. They lived a very lavish lifestyle. Well, to get on that show, you got to keep up. You yes, gotta, you the, gotta have the lips. You gotta have the face. Okay, so we got Erica Jane. Who else? Um, I, uh, Lisa Vanderpump. I, I was gonna say. Oh, you love Lisa Vanderpump. I is, love her. Do you know that I've been asked to do a show many times? Why don't you do it? Then, well, a darling. lot of times Lisa Vanderpump was either running late or something. Oh. Her dog had to have dental surgery or something. You know, something came up. And, and other times I had to, to, I wasn't able to be there in person and I wanted to do it over Zoom. And, and Lisa would really like to do it in person. And um, I did not even want to do the show because I thought I am just a, such a messy person. I'm going to show up wearing a disheveled Taylor Swift shirt and a, and a, you know, a ball cap I got from uh, TJ Maxx for four ninety nine and 
you know, and my hair will be frizzy. I haven't gotten cut in a while. And that she would just judge me. And then I listened to her podcast, which I was asked to do. And my friend, Little Esther Pavisky was on. And my friend, Little Esther, is one of my favorite people because she's adorable, so funny, gorgeous, Don't talented. Know who she is, but. Oh my God. Mom, we'll you out. have to listen to this episode. And okay. I implore our listeners to as well. Little Esther Pavitsky. And if you don't follow her already on Instagram, Little Esther, definitely follow her. She went into Lisa Vanderbump's house. She was wearing sweatpants and like dirty shoes. Oh my God. And like just dressing like she is. She's mm-hmm. not trying to be anyone else. She shows up in her car, which I, as a someone, car. At, I'm a messy person <laughs> and my car is generally a reflection of that. I, her car, I one time saw Little Esther's car and I was just like, oh, you're not kidding. Like, you're like cups cans <laughs> falling like, out like when me at my out. worst you know me me actually me being me because yeah. but i'm cleaning up not for me i'm cleaning up for other people so right. if anything's ever clean it's it's not for me right the way i would live if i had my druthers but esther just is she doesn't have a low self-esteem about it she's just like this is just the way i am and she goes into lisa vanderbilt and lisa was getting such a kick out of her she was i just love you she was like and you just wear whatever you want and you and and Esther goes, Oh my god, Lisa, if you saw my car, she goes, What tell me about your car? She goes, There's cans every she just described her car. Where she didn't even have to. It was parked on the street. Lisa would have never seen it. She goes into, you know, detail about how disgusting her car is. And Lisa is cracking up. See? At, and just loved her. And she's it, got a good side. And I wrote to little Esther or I wrote to Esther and I go, I am just I am blown away at your vulnerability. To be messy, to be imperfect, in in front of someone that I, I and I don't know Lisa Vanderpump, right. but she has that accent, and she is everything's white and lavish, pink, really. She's a pink girl. Well, I realized in that interview, <laughs> and I really want any messy women out there. I know you are fans of mine already. Messy women, messy men that have shame about being messy. Go listen to Esther Bavitsky on Lisa Vanderpump's podcast. It mm-hmm. gave me so much. I mean, it changed everything for me because I, you just see how cool Esther is and how much um, Lisa Vanderpump, this woman that you think would judge so harshly anyone who wasn't as prim and proper as she is. And she just loves her. And it doesn't matter. See? there are, She's got her vulnerability. But I mean, she if you loves- met Lisa Vanderpump, how worried would you be about your house? You would not allow her to come over your house. No, I would meet her at her house. Exactly. <laughs> or in a restaurant. But you could. Or at her restaurant. You would meet her at, um, okay. Yeah. Um, real quick, I do want to say one thing when you mentioned the mics and it brings us back to this. Do you remember the Kathy Griffin story about, um, when she went on Oprah about the mics? Oh, about the gold, the, uh, the diamond, diamond. Well, I'll, let me just refresh your yeah, memory. Yeah, please. Kathy's one of my mom's favorite comedians. Probably your favorite comedian. Yeah, I love her. Besides She's, you. Besides you, I mean, course. No, but she cracks me up. Yeah. I think I got you for the first time this past Chicago show. Like, I think you became a maybe a fan of mine. Yeah. Dad did. Oh, I know it, that's hard for you. Like, I don't ever expect you guys to like my kind of comedy. Hey, it's not for you. It's just. But dad became a fan of mine. He was like, I get it. I think you're like, if you weren't my daughter, I would be a fan. I was like, gotcha. So Kathy Griffin told a story on one of her specials about meeting Oprah or being on the Oprah Winfrey show. <laughs> And she goes on, and it was the day after Barbara Streisand had been on Oprah's show. And of course, when Barbara comes on Oprah's show, Oprah's huge Streisand fan. Right. And was just like, 
oh my God. You know, it was the first time Barbara had like come out of hiding for years and makes this appearance. And she sings a song on Oprah's stage and the mic is white. It's like, you know. The whole thing. The whole thing is white. The stand, everything, I believe. I thought there were diamond encrusted. There might have been, but the mic was white. And Kathy, you know, during one of the commercial breaks with Oprah, the, the following day, you know, she's on to talk about being a female in comedy or what, she's just a guest for a segment. And uh, she's just trying to make chit chat with Oprah during one of the commercials. And by the way, in TV, when they go to commercial break, they literally take as long as the commercial is, which I did not know until I started working in TV. Oh. I thought you would just go, okay, well, the commercials are here. Let's just get back to it. But they wait the, the you know, four or five minutes. So she goes, she's trying to make small talk with Oprah, which what the fuck do you say? And she's just, usually you just compliment the person. Right. And especially when it's, you know, you believe it. The queen. And so she's just like, oh my, she goes, oh my God, yesterday's show, Barbara Streisand, did you just die? And she goes, and Oprah just goes, did you see that bitch painting my mouth white? (laughs) (laughs) I always fuck it up because it's so hard to do. Kathy does it perfectly. She goes, did you see that bitch painting my mouth white? She really said bitch. I don't know if she said bitch, but probably yeah, Kathy added yeah. that for Flourish. Oh, right, right. But I just remember her saying, oh, that's did right. you see that bitch painting my mic white? <laughs> that's what Oprah had to say of all of it. And that's why I love Kathy Griffin. She's giving us like the details behind the scenes. And that's oh. why I have her book over here. Kathy Griffin's Celebrity Run-Ins A to Z. And oh. you can read about all these hilarious celebrity stories. I, I love her. I need to see that. I didn't even know. Oh, my God. I got that book. Uh, I've, I've, that book is, I, I got that for you. I stole that from your house, actually. I thought you had already read it. I did not read that. I don't All remember right. getting that. Well, let's get to the news. Oh, sure. You heard it here Hold first. Hold on, I get some news for you. You heard it here first. All right. I hope you're all having all the swells. Here's the first story. <laughs> she did it! I thought you were going to forget. Uh, I, I coached her. You did coach me. She goes, me. all the swells, what the hell does that, that doesn't mean anything. And I go, exactly. It she means, goes, that is the weirdest thing. I why said would it over my mind. That? Yeah. It means nothing. And I go, because that's, that's an how Andrew, Andrew talks. That's an Andrew saying. Yes. All right, here's the first story. A renowned female crime novelist from Spain turned out to be three men. middle-aged men. Heard about this. It was revealed after they After they won a prize. They a were awarded money. And so they came out. A literary award. Wait, isn't that fraud? No. I mean, is that ghostwriters? No, I don't know. Ghost, what is yeah, it? Yeah, it's a pen uh, name. Pen name. Pen name. Oh, okay. Yeah, some people don't want to be okay. found out about All who right. they are. All right. I, I actually have a lot of... Uh, hit books out there but nobody knows <laughs> i just don't want credit for them just are they kidding. three men just kidding middle-aged men um no yeah i i i actually my pen name is three men writing a book <laughs> i actually had those three men show up to accept in my honor for that spanish book i wrote um yeah this um this doesn't surprise me because i know now from about to starting to write a book that female Females are females. Women buy more books than men. Okay. And women tend to like to buy books by women. Yeah. Especially in the genre of kind of chick lit, murder mystery. We're talking Sue Grafton. We're talking, you know, other women that I can't think of. I slept in her bed. I know. That's why I brought her up. Thanks, Nikki. One of her beds. I'm sure she has many beds. I don't think it was her. A guest bed. 
You know, I think it was might have been her bedroom. Yeah. Well, my mom, <laughs> my mom's sister rented a house in Carmel. No, that's not true. Was friends no, with my Sue? one of my best friends oh. uh, was a house sitter. Got it. And you were crashing. No, she said she we had could, permission. but she had permission. But uh, <laughs> she, it was Thanksgiving time, and uh. um, and she actually put the thought in my friend Susan's that the house is haunted so be careful so we were like okay sure whatever well anyway we there were sue grafton writes like m for murder yeah n for narcolepsy all or uh, necrophilia something like that. z for zachariah no that was a different book i read in eighth grade about the nuclear war um that donna cannon made us read oh growing my life sorry nikki i know i know her so scared of nuclear war I know what we all are, as you should be. Anyway, we slept in this bed, and we kept hearing this banging noise. It was there were three of us in a bed. It was like a king size bed because we were so freaked out about Aww, sleeping. That's fun. Yeah, I was married too at the time. I'm like, I'm not sleeping alone. So we ended yeah. up sleeping all in the same bed, and <laughs> the shutters on the windows were banging all night, and it was we none of us slept. We were freaking out. And just the thought of that house being haunted, and it was an old, Man, old house. I don't think I in would Montecito have that any problem um, sleeping in a haunted house if I had my three friends with me in bed. It was. But did you have we the were, middle or we did were, you have the edge? I was in the middle. Oh, then I would have been able to sleep. Yeah. No. I. Well, those two weren't sleeping, so uh, they were keeping me awake. But they were. Oh it, right. It, it, it was it was like hell. something we were frozen. We couldn't get up to close that shutter if that was a problem. Do you believe in ghosts? I believe that I'm afraid of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's so enough. you do believe in ghosts because you can't believe you can't be afraid of things I do believe there are real. souls that can hang around. I do believe but that. But what are they going to do to you is my question. Like let's follow the thought. Well, they they could be uh I don't know. They can't do really much, but they They flick the lights on and off. They it's can creep- throw stuff across the room. Yeah, they might throw a book that smashes against the room. It could hurt That somebody. was written by three men. Um and a baby. <laughs> um yeah, that could. Yeah, that's true. I just feel like I got to a place where I was always so scared of ghosts, aliens, nuclear war. I've talked about this before. Dad was the one that like conquered my fear of nuclear war after I saw after I read Z for Zachariah in eighth grade, and then oh, Mrs. Cannon also um, w- along with the the book we watched the day after tomorrow, which was the you know movie about I skeletons. told her about that and she's like I will never I feel so bad about no that. you know it's a good story so yeah, that's um, what I told her yeah it's like it but and I got over it because I was so scared and dad just one night was like I was trying to sleep on your floor again in eighth grade and I opened the <laughs> cracked open the door and I was just like I'm scared of nuclear war. there you guys were like what is it Nikki what Nikki I'm gonna take you're you to a specialist we're gonna move up in your room remember you used to say that we're gonna if you move keep up sleeping there. down here we're gonna move up in your room we're gonna sleep up there if you sleep down here and I was like well that's not the issue <laughs> I don't want to be down in the basement I'm not like worried about I don't want a bomb shelter I'm just I don't want to die you ever with you told us about the nuclear no because I, I go dad I just was like I'm just so scared of nuclear war and I had brought up to you guys a couple times so you were tired of hearing about it at this point and dad just exhausted just goes, there is nothing you can do about it. Literally nothing. You have no you have no control. And I, that's all I needed to hear. Wow. And I just went back to sleep. And honestly, that's the that's the same logic that has helped me conquer my body image issues, my uh 
my self-esteem issues, my issues with uh, my job. Uh, you there's know, anytime you some, can do about there's it. There's literally no, because there's no free will, and I believe in that. Oh yeah, you and come to that. Yeah. either you believe in God, an, a being that created everything and has a plan for all of us, mm-hmm. or you believe in free no free will, which is I just think that we're just molecules that are, and and if you you know the root of that is like. Yeah, you can think to move the soda can. Oh, I thought to move it. But where did the thought come from to move that? Did I think of the thought? Did I go, I want to think the thought to move it? No, it just popped into my fucking head. This was not a choice. The thought to move it might have been premeditated, but the thought came out of nowhere. See, I didn't just, that's I just thought so of a purple over polar bear. my head. I cannot grasp any of that. Okay, think of a movie. Don't okay. just say it. Don't okay. say it. Um, is it Forrest Gump? No. Do you know the movie Forrest Gump exists? Yes. Did you choose the movie that I just asked you to choose? No. You, oh, so you don't believe in free will. Did, did you choose a movie? Yeah, I chose a movie. Okay, but was it your choice? Uh, yeah, because you asked me to pick a movie. But you know Forrest Gump. Why didn't, did you think about Forrest Gump and go, I don't want to choose Forrest Gump. I want to choose this one instead. Did you consider every single one and make a conscious choice or did one just pop into your head out of nowhere? It's my favorite movie. Okay, choose a movie that, uh, pick a color. Uh, pick a, 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 a name, a girl's name. Okay. okay. Um. Did is it Amelia? No. Do you know the name Amelia? Yes. Why didn't you choose Amelia? Did you think of Amelia and go, no, not that one? You didn't choose the name that popped in your head. It just popped in your head, and you can say it's my favorite name. But the fact that it's your favorite name, I didn't ask you to say your favorite name. The fact that your favorite name popped in your head is not your choice. Okay. It wasn't your choice. A thought just appears. I'll let. I'll send you the Sam Harris stuff. Anyway. No, I don't want to do that. I just have to say. You don't want to do it. I just it honestly, it. it's it's so freeing. Is I was really? talking to a friend yesterday um who is struggling with depression and feeling like she felt she the other day she was she didn't go to a birthday party that she could have gone to for a friend and she was just depressed and like did was having social anxiety, had no excuse to not go. Stayed inside, felt not only the FOMO of like, oh, these people are having fun. Why don't I want to go have fun? What's wrong with me? But also depression that she was feeling bad that she had to lie because she couldn't just tell the truth, which was I have social anxiety and I'm depressed and I don't know why I don't want to go, but I don't want to go. And I just said to her, you didn't choose to not want to go and to not be able to go. You couldn't go. Like no one chooses to be a someone that stays home from front part. No one wants to be that person. You can't help that you're that person. It's either God choosing that for you. If you believe in that, or it's just your fucking spinning molecules and you couldn't help it. So when you're able to actually take the – that's why God is so freeing to people because it it means they're not in control. Exactly. Because when you are in control, you feel bad about everything you do because why did I do that? I'm a bad person. I'm I'm lazy. I'm ugly. I'm stupid. But when you go, it's not me. It's God. It's, it's suddenly – you have no – But is can, free will God? To me, free will – no free will is God. No, the that fact that there's name. no free will is my version of God. So it's kind of like so a, it takes it makes life so much easier. And that's and I the first time I felt it was when Dad goes, "You have there's nothing you can do." Yeah, and it was true. There's nothing I could do in that moment to prevent some guy in China from pu- pushing a button and ending us all. Nothing, literally nothing. And when I realized that, I was just like, "What's the anxiety about? There's nothing I can do." All right. And when you're able to apply that to literally everything in your life, you can go through life. With zero anxiety. If you're able to really, I mean, it's so hard to You have reach. to embrace this. 
I mean, you have to you have to work hard to embrace mm-hmm. it. And you every time you feel anxiety, you have to go, okay, why am I feeling sad right now? Mm-hmm. Well, because you're you have too much going on, Nikki. You overstacked your plate. You can't pay. In, you don't get to spend any time with your niece and nephew. Okay, well, did I choose to do that? Well, yes, you did. Clearly, you're doing this show. You're doing this thing, and you're not prioritizing your family. You don't like your family as much as a good person would like their family, and that's what that says. Or did God just want me to be doing this stuff and I'm not meant to hang out with my family right now? Or is it just not my choice? The thought to start a podcast and to start a TV show and to be on tour, those thoughts that led me to those decisions were not my own. They just popped into my head and I go, yes, pink wall. All right, next, another Let's get to the next story. All right. Not that it's our choice. It's not our choice. I'm going to say it. Uh, Here's our second one. Theme park ride employees reveal some of the worst things guests have ever done, including a guest who had diarrhea on a roller coaster, guests who try to sneak infants on rides. Oh, my God. And one employee said the worst is having to tell a customer they are too big for the ride because they often yell back and insist on fitting in the ride. I mean, you know, I do it all the time. What? I'm getting in the seat. No, you don't do that. Just kidding. No, oh, I just think kidding. I... <laughs> just kidding. JK. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, you we, love when you I say that. You guys just heard a just kidding live. Because it's so funny. You 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 do it all. It's so funny. I just, I, I, I lie. Yeah. What, what happened? And you go, just kidding. Just kidding. And it, it, it makes everything okay. It just, it's not my will to even lie like that. No, it isn't. You don't get to choose I, anything I didn't do. get to choose. I didn't choose to lie. You didn't choose to lie. About that. Um, I mean. Okay, wait a second. So, tell me something. I'm going to move these boxes so we have a look at this lava lamp that's so beautiful. I, I love it with the microphones. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's such a pink good pop. pop. Yeah, it's a good pop. I knew it would all come to you, Nikki. It, would, it all came to me. It came to you. Um, so, what do you feel about people get on rides that are too big and like if it was your job to tell someone they're too big or or you know just having to tell people something that's going to like that's, that's pretty much saying hey feelings. you're too fat for this yeah. or you're too you're not like you're not the pretty employees, enough to, like the, yeah. the employees said that it was awkward for them to have to say that to the customers and it's just one yeah. of the negatives yeah. of their job I mean I think I would just go just let her go I would say it's let her awkward. just let her go. No, you know you can't because you're. You, it's yeah, your that's job your job, to, I guess. Yeah, that you're There's being paid and precautions. fourteen bucks an hour for, and you get twenty percent off at the fucking. Oh boy. You know, chicken leg stand. You're but, um, right. That's. You know, these people are being people's safety is being put in their hands, and they're like teenagers working these rides. You know, um, yeah. I uh, I'm trying to think of a time that I've had to tell someone. Something that they... A hard truth. Whether it was you didn't get the job because, you know, even like, you know, there are people that audition for American Idol and they're bad singers. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm trying to become a singer right now and... No one's going to tell you. That's the thing. Yes, they would. But I've got a bunch of people around me that are I'm hiring to... Yay sayers. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's going to... So I have to go... You know, it, I have to, I have to ask people you, for the harsh truth that I know don't depend on me for money or mm-hmm. that aren't just being nice. Well, I got to tell you, I did hear your voice, and I'm surprisingly, I'm not shocked that you have such a great voice. 
it just is amazing. Thanks. That your voice is, I, you, you can be a star, Nikki, Thanks. with your voice. Thanks, Mom. It's Thanks really, it's something you want to hear again, to Thanks. be honest. Yeah, I just think I embrace the fact that like it doesn't have to sound like Adele. No, although- I like it's really your voice. It's really you, like kind of a vulnerable voice in your singing that sounds real. Thanks. It's really good. I was having and know, I, trouble. I'm not expecting money for that at all. <laughs> I will uh, be giving you that gla- bottle of champagne I received as a gift <laughs> that we Googled. It was forty dollars, baby. I go, I did this Girl. thing for free and these people sent me some champagne. She goes, who, how'd you get this Moe champagne? Oh, look at this. And I go, <laughs> I, didn't, well, I, I, I didn't did go like, like three that. hours of work for it. So it's, you yeah. know, it, I hope it's worth $15,000. Yeah. Um, but no, it was worth $40. And you go, wasn't free. You didn't do it for free. Got some champagne. I go, I don't drink. And also <laughs> this is not enough money. How did they not know you don't drink? Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Well, they, they know I have people in my life. You can always give someone a bottle of champagne. That's always yeah, nice. It's always nice to you pull out a bottle it. when there's, you know, we like to hold them in our house and like for if something, yeah, for a yeah. celebration. Um, pull it out. That's great. The thing about my voice that I realized was, um, uh, as you talk like this, is that, yeah, kind of talking like a baby. No, like that you uh, leaning into the the huskiness or because I kept trying to sound like Anya because Anya was kind of coaching me and I'd hear her sing the line and she'd be like, you know, she'd teach me like the tempo of the line. And I'd be like, why can't I like everyone here is just wishing this bitch was singing the song because it sounds so good. And then I do it and it sounds so bad. And then she goes the other day. She was like, I wish I could get she can do a lot of things with her voice, mm-hmm. but she can't get to husky. She can't get a husk. Yeah. And it was the thing I hate most about my voice, she cannot do. And she kind of wishes she could do for certain songs. So I just gotta lean into that and, yeah. and, and realize like, oh, I have this, I have this talent, this thing that she can't do. Mm-hmm. Much like Lisa Vanderbilt can't have LaCroix cans, you know, in her f- populating car. her nightstand. <laughs> she just can't. She she cannot do it, and it I can't. Would not and, be right. and when I wake up in the middle of the night, going like <laughs> gasping for water, I have an old can with something in it that I can that I can join know, down the club. Join, join the club. I'm in it. Yeah, I'm with that club. I have cans next to my bed too. You do. Yeah, but you're you're a very organized person. Oh, thanks, Nikki. Just kidding. Just kidding. all right let's take a short break and then come back with why do i care hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy-winning comedy series You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girlbomb to get the job done right. Conair Girlbomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Mom, why do I care? Why do I care? Uh, Lord. <laughs> you looked at me like you thought that Leon was Leon needed independence from control freak Mom Madonna after high school. I'm not sure. Lourdes. About- Lourdes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not shocked about that at all. So Lourdes, you know, Madonna's I do care daughter. about this. I do care about this. Okay, you do. Okay. I like Lourdes. Well, I don't even know her, but I do know who she Madonna She went to the Met Gala and she had a full armpit hair. Oh, She's my gorgeous. God. And she said also at the Met Gala, she was bored as fuck and no one, like she had no one to talk to and she was just felt so awkward. And it's so, so awesome to hear someone be so honest like that. Like how old is she now? She's probably like 22, 23. Okay. Yeah. No, can you imagine Madonna being your mother? Oh, I mean, it would be not good. It would be hard. Can yeah. I read a quote from the day. article? Yeah. Okay, so she goes, I think my mom saw all these other kids of famous people and she was like, my kids are not going to be like this. Right. And then she oh. um, you know, she's very independent. Like she lives in Bushwick, Brooklyn. She and goes, she's never gotten a dime from her mom. It's all her own money. You're kidding. I mean, she, goes, she gets. She's probably had a little more privilege being the daughter of Madonna. Being, but you know. at eighteen, she decided I'm out. No, she's always earned her own money. 
high school? Yeah, I think so. Keep going. Sorry. So she says, I feel like if your parents pay for things, then it gives them leverage over you. My mom is such a control freak and she has controlled me my whole life. I needed to be completely independent from her as soon as I graduated high school. Yeah. You got to be control freak to be Madonna. Like Madonna is Madonna because she's a control freak. Okay, well, it, that's what I'm saying. It would be hard and good for her. Her daughter is amazing. And that is true when someone's, you know, when you guys paid for, I still feel like incredibly indebted to you. I think of the thousands of dollars that you spent on me throughout my childhood, into college, into adulthood, supporting me when I was in LA. And we, we were supporting you. We were supporting your career. We wanted you and to. And now I feel I'm going to support you. You don't have to support us. Well, you didn't have to support me. You yeah, we to. did. No, you didn't. You needed someone to support A lot of parents you. just go, tough luck. Go get a real yeah, job, bitch. But we knew you would be something. I know. So I have to, I want to support you now because I know you're going to be something. <laughs> and it's going to be ashes in my urn someday. It's going to be But I want that day and- to be pushed as far as possible so that you, you know, don't stress while you're here on this planet because I want to yes. keep you around and stress leads to death. And I think money stress, especially leads to an earlier grave time. I believe so I want to eliminate money life. stress if I can from you guys because you when you're up at night worrying I don't worry about money. That used to be one of your biggest things. It did, but I really I What do you worry I've, about now? Um well, nothing. That, okay, so that was just a I really don't have a lot of but, <laughs> Do you do you have trouble sleeping? A little bit. What are you thinking about when you're not sleeping? You don't have to answer if you don't want to. I really don't know. I I really don't know. You used to worry a lot. I'm glad to hear you don't worry anymore. I don't worry about money. That's I, good. I just don't. I, You know, we talk to our financial people. We're yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, I ask your dad uh, uh, how to go with the financial guy. He says, we're good. And it's like, okay. And then you sleep easy. Then I, I'm much Pop more. Pop some melatonin and boom. No, I, I yeah, you don't do melatonin. That. It doesn't really work. I mean... But, I yeah. I know I don't I don't worry about it, but I can't sleep but I I end up going onto my phone and yeah. Big mistake. But But you know that I've given you so many tips for how to sleep and you can still be on your phone. Read a book on your phone. Have you ever done that? Oh yeah. It puts you to sleep right away. Books are so boring. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm t- I'm serious. Like it's all about the boring. I always fight reading a book when I'm tired, when I'm like sleepless and I'm in bed and I'm online reading articles, you know. But if I go to my book app and I open up whatever book I'm reading, man, I'm out so soon. It is like it really is a sleeping pill. Right. It's hard though to to pull up a book when you're sleepless because you're like. Oh, I'm bored. I'm sleepless. I don't want to read a book. Yeah. But you so don't, and you're so you... awake, you think there's no way that you're going to go to sleep. All right. I'm going to try that. Yeah. I'm going to try that. And you can download samples of books for free, the iBookstore. So they'll give you like 100 pages for free, and you can start a book without paying anything. Okay. Like I just downloaded the new Jonathan Franzen. Okay. St. Louis writer. Okay. It's called Crossroads. That is boring as shit. Oh, it's good. about like a priest and it's like talking about his day. I mean, he's a great writer, but like the beginning of books is so boring. Start a book and okay. you'll be out. I start plenty of books. Yeah. Trust me. But how do you, why do you stop them? Because you fall asleep. Because they're so boring. Exactly. <laughs> so use them. Do it on the phone though. All right. Yes. Well, one thing I do every single night before I go to bed and that keeps me up. Actually, it kind of puts me to sleep too because it leads me to reading things is I go on Reddit every single night. I save it for bedtime. Um, this is Reddit dump. Tuesday's edition. Actually, it's always on Tuesday. 
This is your Reddit dump. <laughs> oh, Andrew's voice. Is that Ant? No. Yes. Um, okay, so this is what I do. I save posts on Reddit that are interesting things that I okay. want to share with everyone. Okay. Um, look at this. I took a picture. This is uh, from Nature is Fucking Lit. That's the subreddit. Nature is Fucking Lit. It's just pictures of nature and videos of nature being cool as fuck. And this is a picture of a sunset. And it's all the colors we talked about. And it's beautiful. And I wow. used it as an image because, you know, when I'm designing sets for shows or my website, they always go, send us a mood board of things you like. And I need to start saving images That's of like really colors I like. cool. So we have someone to start. Um, uh, meditation. This is from the, the, the subreddit meditation. It says, you don't need to achieve anything in life. Your existence is enough. And it said, I'm not against achieving things in life. It's okay to achieve things and be happy about those achievements. Just remember that you don't need to achieve anything. And I liked that because I think that we value, like our lives only matter and we only feel good about ourselves if we're achieving constantly. And like, what's the next thing? Oh, I did this. I cleaned this. I cooked this. I made that. I, and, and if you don't, what are you? You're, you're a worthless human. But the truth is, you're, like, the fact that you exist and get, get up every day, you don't even have to get out of bed. That's, that's not enough. an achievement to me. It's, that, but that's what they're saying. They're not saying that's an achievement. They're saying, it's saying it's enough. It's enough. You don't have to strive. You to, don't have to achieve things in order to be worthy of makes love. Makes you feel better, though, for some reason. Because we place a value on, we're, you know, capitalists. And we... I'm not talking about achieve of material goods. I'm talking about achieving that recipe or getting through that or or something like that or something to, like you said, achieve, like clean out the closet. I know. Makes you feel really good. But the truth is that you don't need to do those things we to be worthy, to. To, to be, you know, we're doing... Why we do things to make us feel, why we make strive for achievements is to feel a better sense of self-worth. Like right. I'm a good person. I'm better because of this. Mm -hmm. But the truth is when a baby is born, you're not like, they haven't achieved anything yet. They're really, we should just like toss it out. No, you hope that, that you teach this baby. But a baby is worthy of love without achieving anything yet. It just is born and that's enough. So just because you become able to do things, you know, a, a, a person who has no achievements in life except laying in a bed with a fucking tube down their throat on life support is still deserving of love and compassion and warmth, even if they achieved nothing. All right. A homeless person who you can say, wow, they abandoned every person in their life. They chose drugs over this. That person, even though you would say, wow, they didn't achieve anything. They're still human. Just being born and existing is mm -hmm. enough to deserve love. You don't need to achieve things to deserve love. It's nice to achieve things because it helps other people and it makes other people comfortable and feel loved. But to to and and it's a way to give love. But in order to feel worthy of receiving love, you don't need to achieve anything. I just thought it was interesting. It's not. I, by the way, yeah. this is not a. That's something I try to live by, but it's something I have to remind myself of. That's why I just wanted to bring it up because I'm obviously uh, achievement driven. Um, that was when I wanted to throw at Andrew, but since there are no men here, uh, I can't. Um, <laughs> oh, I liked this. A life pro tip. This is from Life Pro Tips. Hanging a bird feeder outside your window can help with loneliness and depression. Especially remember our locked in and elderly friends. Those who cannot have pets or kids for whatever reason will benefit as well. 
Noah actually got me a bird feeder. I know she did. A window one. I think it's yep. a great gift. I don't, it's at so my parents' house. It's a great we gift. We use it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> do you really use it? Yeah, we It's okay use, if you we, lost it. We use no, we still have it. I mean, it fell off the window, so I have to put it back up, but But it was there. It was there in it. our bedroom. Sorry, Noah. It's a great gift. Yeah. I just thought, you know The squirrels like that one though. They can really get in that one. Well, then you're bringing then you get squirrels. What a great gift for an elderly person or someone who no, has to be No, we bought my mother bird feeders. She was so she was housebound. I love that. And she we put them outside of her window and on a pole. Oh, I loved going to your mom's house yeah when we were kids in the apartment building and those there were always birds and squirrels climbing up the thing little nature observatory no her house i know but even back when at the yeah apartment she even had, did yeah but birds are great to watch i mean it makes we love it even though we're out we get out we're not housebound we, i just think that you know i thought that if one person listening to this podcast goes oh my god my lonely fucking grandma yeah it's a good idea. would like a bird feeder if you have an extra 20 bucks yeah Try to find one on Facebook more, Marketplace. Yeah, they're more expensive than Facebook China. Marketplace might have a window one. Yeah, but um, they, you can find them at Goodwill. Because watching birds. <laughs> yeah, Goodwill. Goodwill has. Oh, by the feeding. way, Noah, you had a question about Goodwill. Or you I went to Goodwill. I didn't have a question about Goodwill. I went to Goodwill for the first time in my life this weekend. Oh, my And I, I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah, it I got is a, amazing. Did you get anything? I got a walk for $10. They have nice. books. They have like better books than the bookstore. So yeah. um, fun because it's such an eclectic mix of books where you go, what the? I never even thought of this book. It's I got like, an Al-Anon no... book. I found an Al-Anon book in there that I bought. That's awesome. Oh, cool. <laughs> Here's the good Which thing. One? You feel like you can buy something from Goodwill, use it, and return it. And you've given to Goodwill. You've you've used this item it's just recycling it's oh yeah you can that's a way you can use things and return them and no one's gonna go this looks used you're like yeah. it was when i bought it bitch yeah that's and, so funny oh, you can return it and get your money back that's not what i'm talking about oh. i'm talking oh. about <laughs> donate it well you the other day we went to goodwill and you had returns yeah i had one dress i had to return but but that's funny you could have worn it and returned it and you they could be, it looks worn and you would have been like yeah I didn't wear it. But I that's interesting, fit though, in it. which you shouldn't do. Um, right. Uh, an, this is from the subreddit Unpopular Opinion. Runny egg yolk is disgusting. Every time I see it, it makes me want to gag. Watching people cut open their egg and have it all over their food ruins my appetite. If you enjoy runny egg yolk, I bet you enjoy eating boogers, too. Um <laughs> And then this person kept editing it because, like, people kept commenting. And they go, edit. I want to start a fight with each of you individuals that like runny egg yolk. <laughs> then they go, edit number two. For all the for all those I've picked a fight with, fuck each and every one of you. Pick a Denny's parking lot or any parking lot for that matter oh, and let's fight. So if you all choose the same parking lot, I don't care. I'll die for this. Then edit three. You think I'm scared because I haven't been replying to comments? No. I've been taking names and compiling a list of all of you that are that are getting an ass beating. So far, you horny egg yolk lovers are all tied for first place. I'm also at work, so like priorities, but still, fuck you. Oh <laughs> like, my god, that's It was just funny. making me laugh so hard. I hate runny egg yolks. Oh, I love them. I mean, they do, it looks good when it like soaks over bread, but I I get the aversion to eggs. Oh, see, I, I don't. I think anytime I see an, a yolk Ooh, on a an egg white. on top of any kind of food, I'm like, that's genius. 
Who wouldn't think that wasn't delicious? Oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a it's a big thing culinary. Now. Um, yeah, it's a big thing. Now. Trend. Wait, I no. Get it, the fine. The grossest thing though is um is egg whites that aren't fully cooked. Yeah, that's not- where they're like half cooked. That's the grossest. Final thought, mom. Um, I wanted to know what you ran into a fan. Yeah, oh, it was so fun. So uh, we were watching Poppy the other day, and yesterday. And we went oh, to this. My, my fans know what, who Bobby is. Uh, we went to the farmers market because they were having a big pumpkin patch thing there. So we went there, and it was obviously a school day off because it was teachers' meetings or something. So the place was packed with kids and young mothers, and and your dad and I are walking around, bumbling around, and Poppy's getting into stuff and fussing because she doesn't like anything. <laughs> it was not made for her. She She's was so too, poppy. She. It was so poppy. Anyway, she we we really couldn't find. She was not that excited about the place. But we're walking through and we're thinking, what else can we find for Poppy to do here? And this cute girl with her two friends with their little kids, all really cute girls, came up and uh, the one said, "Do you mind? My husband is such a big fan of your daughters. Didn't even say your <laughs> name, and that." could I take a picture of you guys? And your dad and I are like, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Did she ask you first? Are you, are you, she just said, no, my my daughter. She knew exactly who we were. Got it. And she said, my husband's a fan of your daughters. And can I take a picture of you guys? And she says, my husband's going to just die. He's just going to (laughs) die. And so we're like, and in your dad's like, oh well, we get this occasionally, but not that often. Oh my I'm God, like, one other. And I'm, I was just like uh, laughing because I was like going, "That's so cute." Of course you can. That's really cute that you even asked. That's cute. And so she took the picture, and then we're like, "Now get in this picture." And she's like, "Oh my God, my husband's gonna die. He's just gonna die." So anyway, she took Cutie. the picture, and why isn't she a fan? She Do you like how I spun. I that? didn't. She just said, uh, "My husband. My husband's a fan." I Listen, thought that was really funny I think too. It's funny too. You want to open I some said, of my poshies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Any other thing to that story? No, just that really cute girls, and they were just laughing, and we the whole place was looking at us. That was the other thing. Oh, see, this? yeah, when people take pictures with you, they go, "Oh, do you want me to get that?" No, nope. okay. got it. I don't remember. Got it. Just get. Kidding. Whoa. This is, oh my God, already I'm cracking up because this is on every kid's toy. What are you talking about? This fabric, these sequins. Oh, I like this skirt a lot. Oh my God, Nikki. Just rip it. No ripping. Is this a skirt? Oh, you know this. It goes up and down. No, it's not that. Oh, it's it's not. not. Okay. Cute. Let me see. Will you you hold it towards me? Oh, it looks a little big. Will you, um, what size is that? It's a size four. It looks a. Uh, it's I, a. I might need to resell that, but that's cute. Resell. I really, yeah, I just don't four. know. It's a. It looks. I can just tell. It's but too it might, big or too small. Too big, but I might be able to belt it. It's cute. It's really cute. Okay, I did that's a good, cute. I did good on that. that Wait, is one. this? This is not uh, from the store. That's Poshmark. Which means it's already marked down a lot. <laughs> Wait, how much is on on the tag? I'll tell you how much I spent on it. One twenty eight. It was one twenty eight on the tag. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what I, I spent on it. Well, what do you think I should have? What What is going to impress you if I paid for that? Forty bucks. You want me to pay forty bucks? No more. Um. No, it's okay. Forty bucks. You think is a good deal? Yeah. Okay. Let me see what I paid for. I that. bet you paid fifty two. Twenty five. 
Whoa. Suck it. That's, suck it. That's really good. You paid for the postage, obviously. And, okay. Um, well, it was I 20... lied when I said I opened this. Yeah, it was thirty two forty five total. Okay, so thirty two forty five. I want to be clear. Okay, yeah, that counts. All it that... does. Oh, it counts. All that postage, it counts. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. This I... is like the most on ASMR unboxing oh. ever. Just a, a <laughs> 60... Two-year-old woman grunting. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Hold on. Wait, I'm always... do you want me to do this? No, I almost got it. I thought I cut these. I thought you did, too, and I'm just very confused. Okay, well, this I'm... is a nightmare. It's It kind of is. Okay, I, I can I, For I can the first time, out. I feel like Andrew's back. Andrew. <laughs> this is a very Andrew. Holy cheats. Those are cute. Yeah, those are cute. People have been commenting that, wow, you're getting a lot of wear of those white boots because I've been posting pictures of me yeah, on the road. And I'm, I go, you know what? I like that you're what wearing am I not, those, Nikki. I love that. Sorry I'm wearing boots three times. What, yeah, how much often do you wear boots, bitch? Ones. Okay. Yeah, those look actually really big, too. What size are those? Look at those heels. My God. How are what you size are those? Um, they are nines. Those look way bigger. Um, what do you think I paid for those? I hope not more than... Thirty-five. Uh, forty-three, forty-five. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> if you can wear them, how can you can't wear those heels? Yes, I can. Oh, oh hell yes, again. I, that's that's the only time I can wear that stuff is on stage. All right, okay. so you can skip over. Okay, one more. Okay, sorry. This looks like your handwriting. Oh, that's from Hala. Wait, did you write that? No. It, she's got the same handwriting. We all tried to write like each other. This is my friend from, um, she's one of the Kuz you hear on Collection of Kuz. This is Hala. She uh, has a um, she has a, a boutique where she does cross-stitching or whatever kind of stitching what? this is. Oh, she's got a big letter for you, too. Oh, nice. Let's see. And she makes these, what is it called? It's a hoodie. Uproot design. Uproot design. Uh, yeah, it's just a sweatshirt, and then she does those stitching on the bottom. That's and it's like cute. a sunset. Isn't that cute? Yeah, really cute. And it's all like, has like a meaning behind it and stuff. Um, and then wait, there's one more thing in there. It should be one more thing in the bag. Yeah. Nope. Really? Nope. Oh, okay. Nikki, I hope this pouch goes some cool places with you. Yes, there is. There's gotta be a pouch. Here it is. It's on the floor. Oh, here it is. Oh, I saw these. And if you're not in love with it, I'd make a great treasure bag for Poppy. I felt strange sending it empty, then stumbled upon these two Petoskey stones. Maybe you remember them from Michigan. If not, put them underwater (laughs) and wait for their magic. I'm excited for you. And that's all in the work works All more right. than that i appreciate your friendship i love you sorry for any stray dog hairs and sorry i didn't stitch a weird personal message on the inside of the bag when i thought of this i'd seen the two sides together and it wouldn't have worked so instead you just get it in the card n-g-i-t-b-b-a-i-a-o-s-l nikki glazer is the best we always write like a acronym and i don't know which that one is but that's a cool it's a jewelry um wow that's travel. a lot of stitching yeah laura up, holly design Tucker. so look at what you do because i travel with jewelry and i always lose it yeah i read her thing it's like 10 and a half inches spread out yeah and then, and you, then pu- you you put your stuff in it and then you cinch it and then you and boom it, and jewelry holder love uproot design made Aww, by my friend holla laura. thank you so much laura how cute. Thank you, Mom, for being here today on the hey, podcast. Thanks for asking me. Any final words of wisdom? Or, no, I just um, feel anything like... Anything you want to say to the fans? Uh, to your fans? Yeah, to the besties. To the besties. I think they're so lucky that you are such a compassionate uh, person and that you really do feel like you are giving them great advice and you're helping them <laughs> in their day-to-day. You f- I love that you feel like you're doing something just for them. Just kidding. 
No, 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 no. I mean, I love that you are doing what you're doing. You're you should. That's why I wanted you to see the meet and greets because when I meet a bestie yes, at the meet and greets, they love it's, you. They like start crying sometimes. It's really we have sweet. a really long hug. I've been meeting fans for 10 plus years after shows. It has never been like this. They're and like, I've been I've been this kind of famous for a while. It's not about that. It's about <laughs> this podcast. Thank you wow. for putting up with me. I was a lot today. I'm always a lot. Don't be care. Have all the swells. And <laughs> all the swells. Yeah. Jack Antonoff. Just kidding. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.